small business news, advice, and education. This is Startup BizCast. Hello, everyone. This is Startup BizCast number 78. I'm your host, Steve Mullen, president of Endgame Public Relations. Startup BizCast is produced by BizPods, the corporate podcast production service from Endgame Public Relations. To learn how we can help your business use podcasting for your internal or external audience, please visit endgamepr.com forward slash podcasts. This week we're going to talk about technology, specifically technology from this year's Consumer Electronics Show, or CES. It's an annual trade show where technology firms traditionally show off the best gadgets that will be available this year. Ken Colburn from Data Doctors, who has been on Startup BizCast multiple times, was actually in Las Vegas to cover this year's show for his newsletter and to do cut-ins for CNN. He's been gracious enough to join us once again to talk about what was new for small business at CES 2009. Ken, thanks for joining us once again on Startup BizCast. My pleasure. Always, uh, always a good time. Now, Ken is the first three-time guest on Startup BizCast, but for those who aren't familiar with Data Doctors, Ken, give us a rundown of what you do. Sure. We're a 20-year-old service company that provides uh, pretty much everything under the sun for the computer user, whether you're residential or business. Uh, we also provide a very high level of uh, data recovery services for those folks that uh, don't heed the warning about, uh, you know, back your stuff up. <laughs> so it's uh, we at the end of the day, we are a technology services company, and, and uh, we provide pretty much everything under the sun for computer users. Now, the Consumer Electronics Show, CES, just wrapped up this past weekend, and you were there covering it. Um, I understand uh, what we were talking about before I hit record here is that you were actually a little bit disappointed in general, weren't you? Well, the attendance was definitely down, and, and you, you know, anybody that's gone to CES or even Convex in the old days, I mean, the way you could tell when the show was, you know, was really rampant is you, you couldn't get around, you couldn't get anything to eat, and you couldn't get a taxi. Um, you know, this year's show, all three of those things were easily executed in very short periods of time. And uh, do you think this is because of the economy? Well, I think you're starting to see, you're seeing the convergence of many, many things. The Internet is obviously having an impact on trade shows. I mean, why wait and, and spend the money to go to a single location to look at new product when every day you can look at it online, experience it, uh, learn about it, and see what a, a lot of other people are already saying. So it's, it's, uh, that's having its impact. Clearly, the economy is going to have an impact in this area. Um, and then just, just the general attitude by, and, and, you know, let's face it, Apple, as a company, tends to, you know, be a leader in a lot of things. They've conspicuously not been uh, at the Consumer Electronics Show for a couple of years, and uh, they recently announced that they're not going to be going to even their own Macworld uh, show. It's not theirs, but it's obviously based around their product line. Um, so obviously they're they're pretty happy with the fact that they've got stores that uh, are providing a trade show to consumers every single day in these malls all over the country. There were a few things there that uh, we talked about in terms of small business owners and things they, they might want to get. Uh, what about the new cell phone from Palm? Well, you know, Palm was kind of left for dead, I think, in the smart smartphone world. I mean, you know, they kind of created the PDA category back, back when the Palm was the de facto standard for those of us, uh, you know, trying to keep track of our business lives. And when the smartphone uh, kind of explosion started to occur, it's like they were left, uh, you know, on the sidelines. So it was nice to see them kind of come back. Um, some of the pundits out there are actually calling us the first credible attempt to try to uh, usurp the uh, popularity of the iPhone. I'm not sure I buy into that, uh, but uh, it's certainly a very good effort. And for those of you looking at a, uh, a new smartphone, you have a new one to consider along with the, the new Blackberries and obviously the iPhone and some of the other things that are out there. So if you're, if you're a big fan of the Palm OS and you like the way that the Palm works, uh, you've got a new thing to look at. 
you know, as an aside, uh, smartphones in general, um, what's the best line for, for business owners? Do you think it's the BlackBerry? You know, really, I, I was a big naysayer of the iPhone. I was a, I was a BlackBerry user at the time, and, you know, I viewed the, the iPhone as kind of the, you know, cool kids, kind of younger crowd. But, I mean, if you're serious about business, you, you know, you wouldn't want the iPhone. Um, I had a few of my employees actually uh, uh, get the iPhone and start to show me from a functionality standpoint how much more efficient it was than my BlackBerry. So I, I switched over a while back, and, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the iPhone as a device. I'm not a big fan of the AT&T um, cellular network. I certainly preferred my old Verizon uh, access uh, and consistency. But from a functionality, I have yet to see anything that's, uh, uh, that's come close to what the iPhone does for me that these others don't. Now, what about netbooks? Uh, this is an, a kind of a new category, sort of. And uh, what do you think about netbooks for business users? Do you recall there was a there was a huge push? I was actually looking back ten years ago. There was a huge push at the Consumer Electronics Show for something called network computing. I do recall that, that the, actually. Yes, yeah, these devices where it really didn't matter what was on the device because you were actually just accessing a server or a website or something of that nature. So I see kind of the, 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 this is a, a, the second coming uh, of network computing. To me, the netbook is a, is a third computing space. You've got your traditional computers, your laptops. You have these smartphones now. And so a netbook kind of puts, provides you a third way to compute that's kind of in between those two. You're not going to replace your smartphone. You're not going to replace your traditional computer with a netbook. So when you start to look at it from that perspective, you start to understand there's a very small group of people that can actually make use of the netbook. You know, the netbook is a notebook that requires the net. Uh, so if you're thinking about how you might use this in travel, if you're on an airplane, then, you know, it's, if it's most of what you do with a netbook is on the Internet, uh, okay, it's a boat anchor, so how about watching a movie? Well, that's not an option because there's no optical drive. You know, it's really not that super functional machine that I think a lot of people are mistaking it to be. So, um, I, you know, I equate the uh, netbook to a smart car. It's got its uses. It's an inexpensive, light on its feet, but it's not a real car. And neither is the netbook is not a real computer. It's not a real, it's not what, what people are used to seeing when it comes to computing devices. So I think there's a lot of hype around it. And I, and I caution people before they jump out there and just assume that it's going to work with their corporate VPN or it's going to provide the functionality they're looking for. Um, you know, do your homework before you commit to a, any kind of a, note, a netbook. Because I, I, I see that as one of the most overhyped uh, product lines uh, around. And I, I just don't see it really taking off. Now, it's interesting you should you know, mention that's a new category because I, I kind of looked at these a little bit and, and thought, you know, they're nice, they're light, they're cheap. Uh, I've got, you know, a full-blown, a nice laptop for my business. I've also got a smartphone with the pull-out keyboard and everything, and I was trying to figure out why on earth I would need one of these. Uh, you know, I when I got my smartphone, uh, I stopped carrying my laptop around quite as much because I can check email really quick, really easily, and I can actually, you know, do a little bit on documents as well. And I just can't fathom why I'd need this. Yeah, I run an advice column on this, and it's available on our website at datadoctors.com in the, in the free help section. The, the, the point is, if you examine your computer usage and the vast majority of what you do is Internet-based and you don't want it to lug around a big, expensive, and, and heavy uh, laptop, it might make sense. It might, but you've got to really look at when you actually plan to use the device because if you want to use it, you know, like we use our smartphones, it's not nearly as convenient as a smartphone. 
Uh, if you want to use it for something that's not Internet-based, then you know, there's a very limited number of things you can do. It's not like you can load Microsoft Office in its full glory onto this thing and expect it to you know, function like your, your, your notebook. Um, so it really is specific to those that do, you know, if you were a blogger or uh, really lived on the Internet, and all your email, all your documents, everything that you cared about were accessible through, email, or through the, uh, the Internet, and you were always going to be near an Internet connection of some sort. You know, it probably has some value, but that's such a small percentage of the people out there, and that's why I think it's uh, so overhyped. So there wasn't a whole lot new this year for small business. Uh, in general, what was the strangest gadget you saw this year? Um, I don't know that there was a strangest so much as the, the just the overall kind of milk toast flavor of the of the uh, of the show. It's like there was a lot of evolution, very little revolution, almost no revolution. And the areas of revolution were like 3D video and things that, again, they've been tried over and over again. At the end of the day, it doesn't really provide value to the end user. Um, it, it did seem like everybody at the Consumer Electronics Show believes that everybody uh, in the consumer ranks is, is interested in becoming a musician because the number of, you know, learn how to play the drums, the guitar, the piano, whatever, by buying all of this equipment that plugs into your computer... Uh, and on the heels of the popularity of Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Uh, it, it seems everybody wants to be a musician these days. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, you left me speechless there for a moment. I, I, I don't know how that's really going to work all that well. But um, anyway, we do appreciate your time. I'm sure we'll have you back at some other later date to talk about technology. Thank you, sir. Be sure to visit datadoctors.com for information not only on Ken's business, but also audio and video of his regular radio and TV appearances and his newsletter. I put a link in the show notes, by the way, for this episode to video from one of Ken's appearances on CNN about this year's CES if you'd like to learn more. So what's your favorite piece of technology? Do you see something on the horizon that will affect how small business owners do their jobs? If you do, or if you have comments or questions about Startup BizCast, I'd love to hear them. The best way to contact me is to leave a voicemail I can use in a future episode. That voicemail number is 206-350-7905. That's 206-350-7905. And if for whatever reason you can't leave a voicemail, you can also email info at startupbizcast.com or leave a comment on the Startup BizCast blog. That's a wrap for episode 78 of Startup BizCast. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. If you enjoyed this episode of Startup BizCast, please let us know by leaving a review at iTunes, voting for the show at Podcast Alley, or giving it a dig at dig.com. <laughs>